What's going on? This is your boy, Lita Johnson. I'm here to talk about Villanova and the game. Um, a lot of things happened. A lot of things went down, y'all. And we just we, we had to talk about the post-game. I just want to say, Nova Nation, Nova Gang, I loved it. I'm going to be back all home games, basketball. I have been drained. I have been hooked. The plague has spread Nova Nation. I got to come to all home games. So, I'll be back for Richmond. They play New Hampshire next uh, next game. But let's just talk, y'all. Can we break down some things? I wanna I wanna talk with the fans. This is what you call my thing with the fans. What we can do, how we can progress. I gotta vent with the fans. So, first things first. I have to congratulate this team. Period. I mean, Marcus did a great job. Y'all have to stop it. Stop it. Nova fans, stop it. Marquez did an unbelievable job. Chris Bowden, Ola Adams, Nathan Pagan, Ross Pennypacker, Sean Devon. These guys have did a great job. So I don't want to hear, like, all of a sudden after two losses, two tough losses, you know, in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, I talked with Mark during the um, press conference, and I, I, I shared some things. One thing he said it was like, this is the CAA, you know, and I know nobody wants to hear that. Because Nova is better than any of these CAA teams. But what you have to understand is this is a young team. Daniel Smith is his first year with his offense. When you get with a team in a program, for one, for you to win a starting job when you come in, hands down over guys who have been around the offense, that's phenomenal. So that's what you were getting, a phenomenal quarterback. And he's phenomenal. Phenomenal FCS quarterback. Phenomenal FCS quarterback. Phenomenal. Uh, he played hard. He caught a 68-yard bomb, which was crazy. This just the plays that Mark did. Everybody was cool at 28 to 10. Then when they lose, we really got to talk about Ola Adams and Penny Packer have to get in there in that, in, in, that, in that room and do more work with these guys and get them ready to keep these leads. Because 28 to 10 should be enough to win any game. Any game. 35 to 20 should be enough to win any game. Any game. It was two different scores. All right? But, look, young team. There are guys stepping up that are young. You got Townsend. You got Zobel. You got Owen Thomas. I mean, I mean, Malik Fisher's you know, the full-time starter now. I mean, I feel like if you look at this team and, and look at what they bring to the table, look at the defensive backs, look at the linebackers. These guys are just shaping. They're just shaping. So two wins in a row after winning six in a row for the whole fan base, y'all have to stop. Y'all, I don't want to hear about what the coaches called or what's bad or what happened. It sounds crazy. Y'all got to stop, man. Nova gang, stop, stop. Come on, nation. I know what y'all want. Y'all want an undefeated season, don't you? But it's not going to happen. Bottom line, two teams they lost to weren't sorry teams. Stony Brook is a tough team. James Madison is an elite team. It's a team they'll meet, either North Dakota State uh, or South Dakota State. They'll meet one of them teams. Besides, James, I mean, they'll meet one of them in the championship. They make the championship. That's one of the teams. And Nova is still a championship contender, period. You have to lose. I mean, it's hard to be undefeated in any sport. So I don't care how many games you play. I don't care if it's seven. It's hard to be undefeated in any sport, especially football. 
So we have to be a little bit more, a little bit more realistic on this. Now, let's talk about the things I talked about. The press conference, I, I talked with him about, you know, I talked to TD. TD, it's real good to see TD do what he did. I've always told people, he threw a touchdown too. Remember that. <laughs> this is crazy. To D. Will Barley. Um, TD rushing for 40 yards. And the score, 5.7 yards. I've told people, also 131 yards for D. Will Barley. I've told people time and time again. Don't forget, y'all, we're going to talk about Hayek in a minute. These two guys are phenomenal, but they're freshmen. That's the phenomenal part. I, I, asked, I asked Mark about the impact in freshmen. It's just so great to be able to get impact in freshmen every time you recruit. And look on their field. We're looking at the same thing has been happening. Um, they had a couple of sophomore, a sophomore and a freshman, you know, at receiver doing their thing. We had, um, we come in, I mean, excuse me, at, at running back. You know, Lawton is a redshirt freshman. He's been in there. It's a difference when you're a redshirt freshman. Okay, but, you know, when you get redshirted as a freshman, He's sitting here and we're talking about exactly how good this Villanova team is, what they do, what they can do. Uh, Tykel Fields, man, I, I like him. I think he's a good all-around quarterback. He was hard to contain. But what's the big thing was that the secondary was killing them all game and all of a sudden collapsed. This, this, this team, this game is not about what the offense could have did or would have did. and It's about the defense. I think people lose track of exactly what football is about. You know, football is a whole nother, whole nother uh, game. It's, you know why? Because, you know, it's on both sides of the, of the field, uh, Villanova has 88 people. You know, a lot of people have more people on their team than that. 88 Strong has been a big focus. And if you look at this team, man, um, it was the defense. The defense clearly... From the first of the game, the big problem was the defensive line. They kept on letting the running backs get too much on them. Tyson Lawton, 130 yards rushing. I mean, 121, excuse me. One touchdown. And Seven Niquette is a guy that also started getting some. You know, you, they kept on letting, you know, for one field, you know, you got to watch him. He wasn't hurting him that big. But the two running backs, especially Lawton, was killing him. The defensive line kept on letting the line of scrimmages where they lost the game at to be, to begin with. That's where it really revved it up. They kept on getting those the running game going, and that was opening up a lot. But at the same time, the defensive backs were doing good, and next thing you know, they just let up. They let up. Defensive backs let up. Linebackers were playing the best they could on on the whole thing. At first, the defensive backs were doing their thing. Jaquan Amos had a good game. But everybody else had to step up. You cannot let people get big plays on you. You cannot let people get big plays on you. I think all in all, the defense, the secondary just let up. They just ran out of gas. Amos was the man standing out the most on that secondary. That was it. After that, if you look at it, with 320 yards thrown, Nick Anderson, senior had eight catches for 137 yards, no touchdowns, though. That should tell you something. They were letting a lot of ground get gained, a lot of it. 
And then the big thing of all was just the turnovers. That's where you blame the offense at there. But the defense still should have stopped them from scoring after that. Like, turnovers are big, but that don't mean you let them score. If you really look at who was scoring in this game, it wasn't too much. It just wasn't too much. Uh, Fields had a, a, touch, a touchdown. Lawton had a touchdown throwing. Who caught that touchdown? Uh, Sean Harris caught a touchdown. You have to look at this game, and we got to start looking at immediately who's the blame. And if you really want to tell me, you want to ask me who really was the blame, no question. It was the defense. Stop saying play calling and all this. They had 28 points already. They had 35. When is everybody going to start talking about the defense? The defensive coaches just need to do better. That's all. They're good coaches. Just had a bad game. Don't talk about Mark. Stop talking about Mark. Stop talking. You can't talk about Chris Bowden. They did their job. They got 35 points. 35. Um, if you look at the real, the real deal of this team, um, the three field goals that happened just shouldn't have happened. Like, you don't let nobody get downfield. And, you know, the defense really ran out of gas. You got to go back to the drawing board. What Mark has to do is go back to the drawing board and get this defense more and more incorporated. Ola Adams, Ross Pennypacker, they have to go back to the drawing board and figure out why did the line of scrimmage get dominated by their offensive line. And as good as we did with ours, you know, look at the, look at the rushing from uh, uh, Ayo Durajai and look at Barley. Also, I got to take my hat off to Hayek again. Hayek has just been so phenomenal this year. I don't know what to say. I'm kind of confused. Who is this kid? I know who he is, you know. <laughs> I remember when he got recruited. I told y'all he was getting an elite prospect. That's why I said, don't, don't look at stars. Don't ever look at stars again. Stop looking at stars. Because Jaron Hayek really is obviously a five-star t- uh, prospect. Looking at this guy, look at what he can do. He can run routes as good as anybody in the country. Four catches of 62 yards. Uh, he threw a 68-yard bomb. Okay, let's not forget that. He had, was nobody, went four, ca- four rushes for 21 yards. That's five yards of rush. Very impressive. I mean, he had an unbelievable game. One thing I want to talk about about this team is that um, before I go any further, it's to stop everything. Is that this is still an elite team. You look at where they're at, and they lost to James Madison, who's 71, number two. You know, Stony Brook's four and three. They'll probably break into um, top 25 talks now because they weren't ranked. Five and three. They beat number five. They will be in talks to be in top 25, and I think they deserve it. I think they should be in the top 25. Stony Brook did a great job, came back. Um, Just to look at this team and look at what they've been through. Uh, New Hampshire's a team that they receives, they're, they're, they're tough. Stony Brook and New Hampshire are both teams that have received votes to be in top 25. So we're not just talking about some type of team. We're talking about 
This CAA is tough. CAA is, is, CAA is tough, man. It's like, you know, you, you, you playing in the Big Ten. It's like you playing in the SEC and, and the FBS. It's a tough, tough division. And Villanova just one of those teams. It was just a team, you know, Sonny Brook got that. I think if they played again, just like James Madison, Villanova would not lose. And we have to understand that they're young. Now, coming back to the receivers, Shanka Hyde had another great game. Six catches, 85 yards. He has 12 straight games with the, with the, with the reception now. 12 straight. He's caught, I mean, he's caught a pass every game. Had a touchdown. We talk about Jaron Hayek and the phenomenal thing he's doing as a freshman. Let's not talk about Changa season. Changa season, baby. Zach Kirkson, how much can we not talk about Zach? Four catches for 32 yards. The vet is doing his thing. Todd Summers, two catches for 59 yards. I feel like I, I asked the question. I said, listen, I said, Mark, why don't you throw to two six five targets like Simon and Todd? And he, his, his answer was that he's lined them up out there. They're out there. You have to make plays for these guys. They will get you first downs. They will pick up yardage. They're big. They're long. They will get you those first downs. I always see him throwing the Changa when he ain't open. Or, or, or Hayek. If he, I don't care if he open or not. They're going to give him a chance, right? Todd Summers and Simon Benjillis are two of the, two, the, two, the best tight end tandem in FCS. You don't even get no better than that. Get them boys the ball. Period. Get them boys the ball. Chris, Nathan, get them boys the ball. All right, now we're talking about finding Carroll, who's always doing his thing. Um, two, two, two kicks for 95. I always got to mention him because I think it's, 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 never, it's never an underrated statement to me to get good field position. Finding Carroll can get you there. Ever since they recruited him, he was a top-notch kicker. And um, I remember when I talked to the guy, good kid, dedicated kid, strong kid, met his pop. What's up, Greg? What's up to the whole Final Carol family? Yo, there's some great families out there, man. I mean, Amen Black's mom. Um, you're looking at people out there. Uh, James Petrovic, his family. I just met some good families, man. I just The Torres family, what's going on? I knew Nick was going to start. Nick is a beast. Very good tackle. It's a lot of this team is surprising. It's a new era because it's a lot of NFL caliber talent on this team. I mean, seriously. But um, Jaquan Amos did his thing. Um, got his third interception of the season. And the big thing about that was, you know, um, seventh of his career. Very good player. I, I mean, I'm just, I, I think he was shut down. They didn't even want to throw his way. But once again, as the game went on, things got different. Nick Anderson was catching big catches on him. Um, you look at constant getting good kicker returning yards. Tyson Lawton doing what he did. Andrew Trent doing what he did. Um, even through Hayek having 120 all-purpose yards, even through Barley having an unbelievable 131 yards rushing, all this is now crowded and put down. And another thing, we don't we don't even want to look at this one, right? Nobody wants to look at this. Drew Kresk is is a guy. Crease Kresk, I'm sorry. Listen, our kicker. Missed a 44-yarder. 
We lost by one point. So a lot of this, just little things could have been nipped in the bud if a kick, if a kick came out. If he would have got that kick, think about it. We would have been talking about the mistakes, but we would have been more happier. There's a lot of unhappy, you know, I saw my boy Jared Nelson out there, shout out to his mom, and he was, you know, heartbroken. I mean, like anybody would be. Saw D-Will walking with his head down. Put your head up, man. They're young, and D-Will, his freshman season couldn't have went any better. Jaron Hayek could have went any better. These guys have been impacting ever since they got on the floor, and Villanova's been trusting them. They've been doing their thing. Um, once again, TD. TD is a track star. I knew once he got his time to shine, he was going to shine. He's going to have to now because, I mean, the two big guys are out. Jalen Jackson and Justin Covington are out. You know, so they're going to have to be the guys. They're going to have to. Everything they did in high school, they're going to have to do now. You know, it, it also should make you excited about next season because Villanova is going to have such a deep team next year. They're going to have such an explosive team next year. Believe me, the rankings won't come out to be ninth in the CAA next year. They won't, <laughs> they won't even think about it. They won't even think about it. And not, not to mention who's coming in next year. I mean, the 2020 class with Dupree Bryan and Ricky Ortega and Mitchell Bothwell. All coming in next year. I think Bothwell is the one freshman that you're going to look at the impact next year. You know, you're looking at Mitchell Bothwell and the type of player he is. Um, clearly, looking at Bothwell, um, he's a bad boy. And Simon is a senior. So I think Bothwell comes immediately in there and gets that time. Immediately. You're going to see Jack Stanton get some, you know, probably some reps. He'll get his time. But Bothwell's that guy. When Mitchell Bothwell gets put in their offense, it's going to be something different. He's a, he's a complete tight end. He can block and catch. He's a complete tight end. Um, Dupree Bryant, what do I see happening with him? We'll see. We will definitely see. What happens, the Dupree could get some immediate time because Zach Kirsten's getting out of here. So you still got Jaquan Allen. It's really going to be interesting in that wide receiver game. And I'm still looking at, you know, uh, Tom Santiago, if they get him for a running back, that's another deep guy. They, um, you know, they're, they're, they're looking at so many different type of players in this recruiting class. So it's going to be something to see. Look, just watch how this recruiting class finishes in 2020. It's going to be an impressive class. They got some good offers out there. They got some guys that are eyeing um, six and two. I said they were coming out mad this game. They did. They came out mad. They didn't finish mad. This young team, the young playmakers they have, they depended on their freshman running backs. First time they stepped on this field. First, you know, they, you know it's different. When you're a redshirt freshman, you get to learn some things. Sit back. Be in practice. You know, you're not hurt. You're being redshirted. It's different. It's like, you know, when people talk about Ben Simmons, oh, he – he, it's a different. No, it's not. When you're hurt, it's a difference. You don't get to get the same reps. But when you're a red shirt, you're not hurt. You're just held back. So you get to learn the offense, fall back, get in there. And that's what Lawton looked like he learned. But D. Will Barley and T.D. Ayo Darajai, these guys, this is their first blood. This season is their first taste of blood this season. So this is super impressive for running backs running behind that great offensive line. It just has to be a better outcome and a better outlook. For a team like that. On the other side with the defense, um, I guess you expected 
Villanova to get 50 points. That's what it looked like. Uh, Sincere Malone did his thing with 10 tackles. Two tackles for a loss for Stony Brook. He was a guy to look at. Um, one interception, Gregory Young got on uh, Daniel Smith. All right. Uh, Regi DeManchi had seven tackles. There was a sack by Elijah Dove. There was a sack by Jabari Reddick. I mean, then you look at Villanova, the beast, Forrest Ryan, 10 tackles. He just. I don't think if you look at so many guys like Ed Shockley used to play for 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 the, you know, you're looking at a lot of guys that used to be impact players. I think Ryan is right up there even better. Drew Wiley, eight tackles, a sack, four tackles for a loss. Jesus. I mean, he just had an unbelievable game. Noel Petu, always eight tackles. You know, tackle for a loss, pass breakup. Keeling Hunter, eight tackles, tackle for a loss. Uh Jaqua Amos, seven tackles. Interception, two pass breakups. Darius Pickett. Once again, seven tackles. It's been real good this year. Very good. Elijah Trent, six tackles. We just need more, more stops. You can tackle the people. You know, tackles are one thing. Elijah Glover, five tackles. Shout out to Elijah Glover. Uh, Townsway had four tackles. Zobo had four tackles. Forced fumble by Jared Nelson. Key plays. But you got to have stops. You cannot let them get in the red zone, period. That's, just, that's your Achilles here. Stop letting them gain so much ground. You, tackles are what adds up after you stop them. But when did you stop them? And that's, that's what happened. 36 to 35. We basically, at the, 20, at the first half, this team got beat 26 to 7. I mean, they really beat Villanova up. Worse than Villanova beat them up in the first half, just about. It looks all like that to me. So what do we do? Let's talk about New Hampshire because this is another Stony Brook game. It's what it is. Yes, Villanova fans can't hang. Oh, we're gonna no. It's another Stony Brook game. New Hampshire's number one in pass defense. Nova's number twelve. Ah. The last and first. So this is going to be something big for this offensive line. This, If this isn't a comeback game, they have to come out here. If they come out and blow New Hampshire out, it's the same Villanova team we thought was going to win the championship. But if they have a tough game to like they did against Stony Brook, then it's questionable right now. It looks like James Madison, North Dakota State. This is, that's as simple as this is what it is. They come out here and blow New Hampshire out, then uh oh, here they come. Number one in pass defense. It is New Hampshire. By a margin of over 500. In pass offense, Villanova is number five coming into the coming into the game against um Stony Brook, they're number five. New Hampshire, number ten. They're not going to pass too much on you. Um, Russian defense. New Hampshire's number five. Nova's number two. Russian offense. New Hampshire's number four. Nova's number three. So we're getting some. One thing Nova can do, their offense is super. But that pass defense, This off, but this is the best offensive line in the CAA. No question. No question. Looking at the stats. Before this game, Villanova gave up two sacks. That was, that's eight sacks on the season. That's all they've given up is offensive line. Eight sacks. 
coming to the game with six sacks. So we're talking about what they really can do. Villanova can beat this team. They can blow them out. Their offense is that potent. You know, you're looking at the teams with the offense. James Madison, number one in both rushing offense, rushing defense. Uh, passing offense is Rhode Island. I mean, it's not many teams like – I'm just going to be real. It's not too many teams that can match up with Villanova on paper. This team is talented. But the experience factor is it's all that's missing. They haven't been blood tested. This team is all just getting together. These are guys that were recruited, that were depended on. You got guys like Changa Hodge and Kirkston to lead guys like Hayek and Dez Boykin and Javon Jones. They, they all lead each other. Todd Summers and Simon Bennett, they've been here. Those are some veteran guys to help these guys. They, I mean, they, they're, they're ready to step up. That's what makes this offense so good. Now you got running backs with an offensive line led by Gratton, Dumas, and Apia. And you got Torres and, and Camroth. Shout out to the Camroth family. Um, shout out to Torres family. You just got to understand who's out there. Who's out there, man? These are some, this is a good offense. Now the defense... Yeah, you have to be a little bit more realistic, man. Like, who was starting on defense, man? Everybody knows who the starters on defense is. Let's look at the defense, the Wildcat defense. Right, you got Malik Fisher, Peter Fowler, and Siegel. There should be some veteran leadership right there, right? In the back, you got Zobel, Nelson, and Taylor, though. There's always a rotation. And it's probably the best defensive line rotation we've ever had, so it's just time to get these guys ready to play. Taylor's a good talent. Met his mom. Shout out to the Taylor family. Michael Taylor is a great talent. Um, Garrett Zobel has always been a great talent. Jared Nelson. These guys, we need them to step up, man. It's time for, listen, rotate them more. Siegel, Fowling, Fisher. Because in that defensive line, that offensive line beat them up. They beat them up. They beat them up. Beat them up. And that's what gave them yards. Linebackers, Drew Wiley's one vet, but you got Ryan, who's a super superstar linebacker to me. Townsell now has to take over with Eamon Black did. You bring Keelan Hunter, Owen Thomas, and Elijah Solomon. Some more, you know what I mean? You got guys, Villanova's about rotation, and these guys are young. You got Townsell, and you got Thomas now to depend on. Keelan Hunter is a vet. So your big vets are Wiley and Hunter, with the exception of Ryan doing what he does. Young guys, young squad. Elijah Trent, Amos, Waxter. Young guys. Edward Petsu is a guy. He, he's a vet. But Pickett, Glover, young guys. Williams and Smith are the vets. Everybody that has to be a key on this team, you're looking at young guys. You know, from the specialists of Boykin. You know, Hayek's doing some return duties. Even if you look at the offense, it's always some young guys that have to step up. They are being counted on to step up from Hayek. Now the running backs. Losing Covington, and people don't understand, Covington was a big loss. Black was a big loss on this team. They made plays and capitalized. You see what happened when both of them are hurt, right? The last two games? Okay, then. This is not a fluke. These are primetime players that did big, big losses for this program. Covington took over games. He took over games. Eamon Black was a fire starter, okay? New York, Pennsylvania, fire starters, all right? 
They just got to learn how to get back on point. That's all it is. All right, that's all it is to it, man. So I just wanted to talk to y'all for a minute. Nova Nation, good game, bad game. That's what it was. So um, next is New Hampshire. We have to make it happen against New Hampshire. New Hampshire, our guy Covington is out, but um, New Hampshire has another two-headed running backs. Evan Gray and Carlos Washington Jr., two running backs. They have to stop line of scrimmage. Siegel, Fallon, the vets are acting like they just started playing. They have to set the tone. People can't get past them. And then when the rotation comes, when it's time for Nelson and Zobel, they got to make it happen. Taylor, they got to make it happen. Nobody can get through them. Those are the next level guys that are going to end up starting. They have Max Brosner, who um, cool. this guy can play, all right? You got to stop him. got to put pressure on him. Pass rush. Pass rush has to happen. Looking at another guy you have to stop for New Hampshire. When you're talking about uh, uh, guys who can play. Guys who can definitely play. Um, like I say, Max Brosner, Brosmer is a guy you have to stop. You're looking at another team. Like I said again, as I repeat, it's just like Stony Brook. Tough 4-3. They had a tough game against another tough Delaware team. Delaware's tough this year. The CAA got more to not just Villanova got good, but CAA got tough. They really did. Dylan Lobb. Dylan Lobb is one of the as a freshman, is one of the top all-purpose back guys on New Hampshire. In the whole CAA, excuse me. The whole CAA. So Dylan Lobb, I think he's the he's the key factor with Brosmer. I mean, they got the they got the running backs. But when you got a guy like that, Dylan Lobb, who, who's a um, one of the top all-purpose backs, all-purpose players, period, in the CAA, he's number six. You have to stop him. You have to stop him. On de- on defense, it's Pop Lacey, Pop Bush, and Evan Horn. Watch out for him. Watch out for him. The headhunters, all right? Gunnar Gibson, another guy. Watch out for him. These are the guys on defense you have to watch out for even more, you know. And Prince Smith Jr. is a guy, as far as you're out there for recover, you know, uh, coverage, watch out for him. So it's going to be a game, y'all, another tough game, but Villanova can't blow them out. They've won tough games, and I never did that before. So this is a game. It's time for Villanova. They learned from two. I think the good thing about it is they learned from two big hard games. They learned. They learn from two good teams. It's not like, oh, these teams are sorry and Villanova lost. That would be disappointing. That would be that would be utterly disappointing if Villanova lost to two sorry teams that just didn't have shouldn't have no chance in, in, in hell in beating them. All right, these are two good teams. Sony Brooks not five and three for nothing. Like they showed it. Had a good quarterback, good dual threat, two good running backs, good receivers. Um, impressive on defense. That should make Villanova even better. These two games, you learn, you got tape to look at now. 
when you get beat. You be 6-0, and there's not too much tape you can really look at on this year. You know what I mean? Maybe you look at some tape from teams from last year or something, but this year it's good to look at two losses and be like, okay, this is where we need to improve at. We need to do this more, do this better. And those two tight ends need to get involved more. Period. And defensive line, stop it. Stop I don't, all of y'all. Whether you're young or old, you can't let people penetrate. If the offensive line is holding their end of the bargain, you got to hold your end of the bargain. I am out of here, man. Leader Johnson, Nova Nation, Nova Gang. Follow leader. I'm out.